This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The Minutia Men Celebrity Interview is up next, but first, take a listen to this other fine OPI show. This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Minutia Men on the Radio Misfits. Today on this week's Minutia Men, we're talking about Nazi stuff. Oh, and then we're talking talking about a cub, because we do that. We have an interview with a guy or a girl. We don't even It's Mark Cuban. We're interviewing celebrities. (laughs) Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. Ooh, clearly we're all in a great place for this. We're, just, we're spending like a full minute ripping on Minutia Men. The only reason we even exist, the only reason this whole goddamn network exists, I swear. The best thing this show has going for it right now is that it's on the same network as Minutia Men. And friends. An Opie show on the Radio Misfits podcast network. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview with Rick Kempfer and Dave Stern. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview with Rick and Dave. All right. This week's guest is an author. It was written a very popular new book. It's called Signature Shoes, The Athletes Who Wore Them, and Delightful Pop Culture Nuggets. And it's actually been flying off the shelves at Eckhart's Press, much to uh, Dave's dismay, because Dave's our shipping department. Yeah, yeah. Thanks a lot, Ryan. Really appreciate, really appreciate all the work I have to do for your damn book. Yeah, no, thanks for taking care of that. Uh, I know it's, I mean, I've seen the warning just when you go to USPS's website, and it's right there on the... Oh, my God. It's broken. The the Postal Service is broken. But anyway, please welcome to the show. uh, I'm going to call you Mr. Shoe. Do you ever watch? uh, Joel Daly used to have this uh, 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 chef on, called him Mr. Food, on the Channel 7 News. Uh, From now on, you're Mr. Shoe. Okay. Mr. Shoe. Uh, Yeah, that works for me. That's fine. Mr. Shoe. Ryan (laughs) Trembath. Ryan, before we uh, get into the uh, the subject matter of your book, which is fantastic, what kind of shoes are you wearing right now? I'm actually wearing a brand new pair of Puma Clydes. I got. Um, so people, it's weird. I you know I I had plenty of shoes before this, but people have been getting me shoes now that uh, <laughs> the book is out. So it's a nice little scam uh, you got running there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> So uh, that you know, uh, they're Puma not Clyde. That is Clyde. Is like Clyde Drexler, uh, Clyde uh, Walt Frazier. Which uh, Clyde Walt Frazier? They're, awesome. they're not the they're not the suede ones though. Like the originals, they're leather, which is works for me because I I like leather shoes, so that's cool with me. Awesome. Well, yeah. you should write a book. On, you should write a book on Bitcoin, and maybe people will start sending you bitcoins. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be nice. Uh, you know, you're uh, you're about 20 years old, uh, younger than us. We're well, we're 20 years older than you are. Um, and we remember a lot of the shoes from your book. I mean, when I read your book, I'm like, yeah, I remember that. Um, and you really focus on the birth of the signature shoe industry before the obvious, you know, the Air Jordan explosion. Um, I know this is a complicated question, but if you were forced to identify 
you know, the, the, the shoe that started it all, the father, you know, the, the godfather of, 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 the, of, of you know, the, the shoe craze, what would you think it would be? I mean, do you, is, there, is there one point where you're going, okay, this is where this all started? Yeah, I, I mean, I would definitely say Stan Smith um, in 1973 really, really started it all. And uh, I mean, that just was a instant hit once he took over the shoe. I mean, it was it was everywhere and uh, celebrities were wearing it. So I think that was really he was really the godfather of, of the whole thing. And um, I actually I didn't want to focus on the Air Jordans too much in the book because there's just been so much written on it. I mean, I had to obviously mention it. You can't write a book on signature shoes and not. Right. Uh, but yeah, Stan Smith, I think, was really the godfather. Even though there were some before him, he really, you know, was the, the godfather of the whole thing. Stan Smith, a tennis player, for those of you uh, youngsters out there who don't know who Stan Smith is. Uh, I grew up in Germany in the 70s, and and everybody there had either Adidas or Pumas. And uh, I didn't even know this until I read your book. I had no idea about the relationship between those two companies. Can you uh, explain to our listeners what uh, what the history is there? Uh, yeah. Well, so basically you had Adolf Dassler and his brother Rudolph, and they started a shoe company, the uh, Dassler Brothers Shoe Company. And they basically, you know, both joined the Nazi party before uh, Hitler rose to uh, power. And, um, you know, after World War II, they had a falling out and Adolf started Adidas and Rudolph started Puma. And they really, you know, changed the, the sneaker landscape everywhere. And then, you know, of course, that brought about signature shoes eventually. Right. And, uh, that's what Adidas is. Adi uh, for Adolf, Das for Dassler, Adidas. That's where, yeah, that, that's where that comes from. Yeah, it's I. You know, a lot of people probably don't know that. So, and there's a little, little footnote in the book I I put on on the math for that one. Yeah, no, that's that's a, that's a cool background story. I know one of the guys on my soccer team uh, when I was in uh, high school had a pair of Pele Pumas. Not not the okay. cleats, but just you know the the gym shoes. I always thought those were cool. Yeah, those look really cool, and you know the Brazil colors, uh, of course, came out in 1971. Yep. Um, so yeah, there's an interesting backstory behind that. Kind of, uh, I guess you could almost call it the first viral video in a way. When because that was the first 1970 World Cup was the first World Cup broadcast around the world live. Right. Um, for, so first one I saw. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that is a that is a really interesting story. So it's true that Hitler did tie his shoes in little Nazis. Then <laughs> you have been waiting forty years uh, to tell that joke. Forty <laughs> years. Thank God you. Thank God you wrote this book because this joke has been in my head since the seventies. Uh, uh, so you had mentioned about you know. I didn't see um, that coming either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh come on! It was just teed up on a, It's teed up he, on a little. He lives on a, on for the team. Nazi stuff. He lives for it. <laughs> Uh, you you had mentioned Stan Smith and and in your book you know Billie Jean King and all you know all the the you know the tennis player is this why we still call them tennis shoes I would imagine right um, you know I think are so. referred to uh, yeah I you know I actually really 
pretty much refer to them as tennis shoes. I, I, I try to use the correct terminology, but in my everyday life, you know, I kind of just call them tennis shoes. So I'm not going to, uh, you know, call them whatever you want, really. But uh, I kind of just like the term tennis shoes. You know, uh, we, we were talking about the Pele Pumas, um, uh, but there's, you know, the 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 cleats are a different thing you know the the signature boots i guess is what they call them uh in england yeah and they're a gigantic seller and i i bought my my son a pair of messy adidas about five years ago and the price was like <laughs> i mean it's insane. insane what is do you know maybe you don't know the answer to this question but what are the what are the most expensive signature shoes of all time um, you know, I, I don't even know off the top of my head. It's, uh, these new Jordans that just came out, the, they're actually, uh, the Jordan 11 retro and they, they're self-tying. Uh, wow. I want to, I want to like, say uh, back to the future. Yeah. I, I want to say they're, the retail is 500. Um, who knows is what that the shoe or prepare? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because it is, it is so hard to bend over and tie your shoes. Yeah, I, I, I don't even want to know what they're going to resell for. I'm sure it'll be, you know, at least a, a couple thousand. Jeez. It's, it's crazy. There is a great picture of you that's on our website. Um, you were, I don't know how old you were, but the shoes are as big as you are. They're like, uh, you know, you, you look like there was like size 47 shoes. Uh, do you remember? Do you know what the picture I'm talking about? And do you remember what pair yeah. of shoes that was? Yeah, I know exactly what that is. I had gotten a pair of pumps and, uh, you know, I was just a skinny little kid at the time. So, yeah, they look huge. Um, and I'm I'm guessing they fit. Um, I don't th- <laughs> I don't think my feet were like abnormally large or anything. But, uh, yeah, and. They're they're just so beat up because I was always you know just rough on on my shoes and uh, what type what type of shoes were they? Those were I, they weren't a signature shoe they were just Reebok pumps and um, you know I don't remember the exact model they were the pumps were so pretty new at that point that had to be in like ninety one right somewhere around there uh, and they came, they had first come out in eighty nine so they were. Uh, pretty new so yeah you know I never uh, I never got into the pumps that was uh, that just seemed like uh, uh, too 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 uh, I don't know unwieldy much exercise <laughs> too much exercise too much for exercise you maybe that's what it was <laughs> yes exactly my hands are they're very they're baby soft they can't uh, they can't be messed with hey did you hear about Rick Rick uh, is in the hospital for t- uh, uh, carpal tunnel because he couldn't pump he pumped up his shoes too much <laughs> so you know Ryan I think uh, the fact that you've got this book out about shoes people probably think you're shoe obsessed but really you kind of came into this journey in a in a in a unusual way isn't it well uh yeah sort of I mean I do get that people think I'm shoe obsessed and I can see how they come to that conclusion and I and I am really into to sneakers and everything um but really I'm more interested in just weird like signature stuff and uh stuff like that um and you know a lot of these shoes are really popular but a lot a lot weren't but it's i just think it's interesting like the athletes that got their name on a shoe 
But you started it as a newsletter or something, didn't you? Oh, yeah. So what happened with that is the pandemic hit and um, I bought not one, two typewriters to to just kind of mess around. Old and school. I was, yeah, one was electric, one was manual. So I had to experience both. And uh, I was typing up a newsletter. The first issue was since there was no baseball, I wanted to write about uh, the Montreal Expos who became the Washington Nationals and they had won the World Series last year. So I wrote about that and also about signature sandwiches. And uh, the argument there was why was the Beef Wennington, Bill Wennington sandwich available for two years when every other sandwich McDonald's put out was only available for a year at most. And then, so- Did you find out the answer to that question? Uh, there was no real good answer except oh. for uh, just it just tasted good. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so, and at the time, actually, I was reading a couple books on sneakers, and there, you know, Stan Smith, uh, Walt Frazier, and Michael Jordan got all the attention, and I just wanted more on signature shoes. And um, if there was anything, the dates were all over the place. Like you'd get. One book would have, you know, one day and another book would have another. So I, I figured I, I have to do some research. And if there's not much on signature shoes, I'm, I'm just going to start writing about it myself. Oh, well, we're thankful you had because, you know, I remember when Rick brought it up to me. He's like, you know, we're going to do this 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 book on shoes. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, well, OK, Rick, if you think that's a good idea, that's fine. I mean, and, uh, and I had no idea. Um, how huge this is and there really is kind of this you know I don't want to call it a cult but certainly a uh, I think the kids call it a niche right the um, I mean there are a lot of people that are really really into you know tennis shoes and gym shoes and uh, you know I, I, I just want you to talk a little bit about you know how how you knew that this was going to be such a big success or if you knew that this was going to be a big success because unbeknownst to a to us, there is this kind of, you know, club, this sneaker club. Um, yeah, you know, I I didn't know if the book would be a success or not, but um, the sneakerhead community, I mean, it's it's it really is huge. There's, I don't know how many, you know, groups on Facebook. It one group has eleven thousand members, something like that. Hmm. Um, there's a pretty good documentary called uh, Sneakerheads, which I had seen. And then actually, just like a month ago, this show came out on Netflix called uh, Sneakerheads, which is, um, you know, a scripted show. It's, it's six episodes, and it was it was pretty entertaining. Um, so it really is just this huge community, and people, they're, they're crazy about it. Though, you know, before all shopping went online, they were camping out at stores and i i mm-hmm. briefly mentioned in the book you know there's there's fights people unfortunately uh have killed. lost their lives there's, yeah, shootings. there's uh all sorts of violence with you know people stealing shoes from other people and uh, i think i read something like yeah occasionally in like new york you'll see someone on the uh, subway with just in their socks and you know they got their their shoes stolen from them Wow! So it's it's pretty bizarre. Wow. So the same thing could happen to you if you're carrying this book around. We should we should yeah. learn. It. Um, actually, I'm looking through it right now, Ryan. And and for those of you who don't have it yet, 
there's a section in the middle that has uh, photographs of all these shoes uh, in color. It's it's actually a beautiful book. And there's a there's an ad here I wanted to ask you about this uh, this Joe Namath ad. Tell the story of the background of that because uh, that's kind of a kind of a strange story. Yeah, it's I mean that's a strange shoe. The the Puma Swingers. It, uh, as far as I can tell, it came out in 1972. I couldn't really find a definitive date, and I you know I did a lot of research on it, and I'm fairly certain it was 1972. And, um, you know, he was, uh, Namath, he was a swinger. He owned a nightclub <laughs> called uh, Bachelors 3. And um, there's a couple ads. The one in the book uh, is Joe Namath with an attractive woman uh, nestled up on his shoulder. And there's a couple other ads I've seen. Yeah, where and the he, headline is Joe Namath scores in Pumas. Yeah. <laughs> it's very subtle. <laughs> I, and I've seen another one, and he has a blonde on one arm and a brunette on the other. And I, I think the tagline in that is uh, Joe Namath makes all his passes in Pumas. Okay. And uh, he was, you know, he, he was, uh, it was interesting because he had the superstition. He liked his shoes to be all white, and so they would have to tape it up. And I think a lot of people think that he immediately started wearing Pumas when he was in the. Um, the NFL, but I've watched a lot of game footage, and I don't think he started wearing Pumas until 71, which was after, you know, he won the Super Bowl in 69 right. with the Jets. So there you go. Before we continue any further with Minutia Men's Celebrity Interview, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, it's the intriguing story of the only V12 Corvette ever made, plus some cars you may have forgotten about. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Costable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. How now, brown cow? Whose face would you use to rev up your anger? Social justice is served in Michigan. My brush with Mary Tyler Moore and Valerie Harper and much more, including unlimited tangents. Listen to Minutia Men on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts, just search for Radio Misfits. Now back to our guest on Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. Uh, there's lots of stories yeah. in this book and and. We, we highly recommend you check it out. It's called Signature Shoes, The Athletes Who Wore Them, and Delightful Pop Culture Nuggets. The author, who has been gracious enough to talk to us here on Christmas Eve, uh, is when we're taping this, uh, Ryan Trumbath, uh, or as we, we, we call him, Mr. Shoe. Hey, by the way, before we go, Brian... Uh, go talk to your friend Andy from Blue Village Vinyl. Uh, it's in that. It's in Westmont, right? Yeah, it's in yeah. Westmont on uh, Chicago true. Avenue. They just yeah, they just moved over to Chicago Avenue. Ask him about the band Shoes. So it's a okay. famous uh, local band uh, from the early '80s. Dave and I played them on the radio back in the day. Great band. Song called Curiosity. It'll, you know, something that you, as Mr. Shoe, have to have in your collection. Hey, you might want to write a book about him, too. Well, I wouldn't, be su- I wouldn't be surprised if he does know him. He he found a record of, like, I think it was from the 80s of Illinois entertainers, like, 
Chicago's uh, greatest local bands or something. I think they're on that album. I know that album. I think they're on that okay. album. So, yeah, then yeah, he's probably heard them. All right, so check it out. But thanks again, Ryan, for being on the show. And if thanks people want to me. find the book, it's at EckhartsPress.com, E-C-K-H-A-R-T-Z Press.com. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks for having thanks, me. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate it. Happy holidays. Happy thanks, New Year. Thanks, guys. Well, that's it for this week's edition of the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. Special thanks to executive producer Tony Lasano with OpiShows.com. Opi is hippo backwards. O-P-P-I-H shows.com. Distributed by Ed Silla from the Radio Misfits. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with another edition of the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of OPI Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. On the next Back to You, Steve and I ask each other some unusual questions. Like, do you like buffets? And what would Howard rather be, rich or famous? It'll lead to some unusual answers. Things that make you go, hmm. On Back to You. Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. You can find Back to You on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. If that doesn't make you want to hear this, nothing will. (laughs) All right, Adam, what uh, country are you from? I am from England. What is the best soccer league in the entire world? The English Premier League. What is your day job? Director of coaching for Illinois Youth Soccer. So if you were, say, a fan of English Premier League, and you wanted to hear the the opinions of someone who is from England, who knows a lot of soccer, what podcast would you tell people they need to listen to? Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. And that's on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Free Kicks, a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. RadioMisfits.com. Radio Misfits.com.